0: Hey guys, so welcome to episode 7 and we are talking making hard decisions. This is my podcast, Be Right Back, I'm just getting my shit together and my name is Michelle. And the first thing I want to say to you is that not everyone is going to agree with your decisions and the sooner you realise that uh, and that you're okay with it, the happier you are going to be. So this week I'm going to dive into making some difficult decisions. So let's get into it uh so life doesn't always work out as we plan or sometimes not even as we plan to be honest just sometimes life doesn't look like a traditional path my life certainly has not looked like that in any way shape or form as to what someone may deem as normal and when I say traditional what I mean is what society deems as normal and I think that we have to understand that life has changed so much um over the last You know, 20 years and life has changed so much from when my grandparents were living life and bringing up children. So much has moved on, and there are endless, endless opportunities that we have at our fingertips these days with technology, the internet, social media that just weren't even around when I was a teenager. Uh, My God, I sound old. (laughs) Um, But I've, you know, I want to share with you that I've made some really hard decisions in my life and. Sometimes I felt like they were the hardest things in life that I was ever going to go through at the time. But if I was to then look back at that decision five weeks, five months, five years after it had happened, it would just feel like another challenge that I'd worked through and, you know, that something was difficult at the time, but I survived. You know, I'm still here to tell the tale. So some of the things that people may deem as normal could be things like finding a good job when you leave school or college and maybe... That job is the career that you will choose for life. And we all know that isn't necessarily the case, especially these days. Maybe finding a partner, getting married, buying a house, moving in together, then having children. The mum stays at home and looks after the children. The dad provides for them financially. The wife does the housework and the kids. And divorce is definitely a big no. Um, That you have to make a lot of sacrifices to have the things you want and to be grateful for what you have. And, you know, those types of things. And when I was writing some notes out for this podcast, I a few things sort of came back to me and just popped into my head that I was told growing up, things that I remember and things that have definitely affected me. Not, you know, not mentally, not majorly, but I would say they've definitely caused some limiting beliefs in my Mind and some blocks around money, and some of the things, and you may have heard these as well. Had these saints said to you when you were growing up, um, that I was always said to me, uh, just be satisfied with what you've got, Michelle. You know, why do you need that? Can't you just, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, Michelle, you've got all these big ideas, but you don't have any money for any of them. Where are you going to get the money from to do that? Like, I think that now I have kids, there's definitely an aspect of this that I find myself doing and certainly holding back because I want them to but I want them to know that they can achieve anything they want I want them to know that if they put the work in that there is you know endless possibilities I want them to know that they don't have to find their career in their 18 and stick in it for life like that's the time to experience life but then I also want them to know that there's a bit of a real, reality aspect to life but I constantly try not to, you know, I constantly try not to say those things to the kids because from experience, I think it creates a lot of blocks, a lot of limiting beliefs around what we feel is possible for us in our lives and definitely around money blocks and ceilings of earnings that you can expect to earn. But anyway, people will always have an opinion on what you are doing. Sometimes that opinion comes from a place of wanting the best for you and to help and to educate and when I'm talking to the kids about money you know that's certainly where I'm coming from um you know there are lots of things that that I will have an opinion on it's because I want to genuinely want to help someone but then you can we'll always get the people who just have an opinion and on what you're doing and for whatever reason which I will never know and never understand but sometimes it can just be that it doesn't match their belief or it you know, it, it isn't what they deem as normal or what they think you should be doing. And my belief is that it's natural to be inquisitive. It's natural to have an interest in other people's lives. And a lot of the time, it can make us realise what we do or we don't want in life, you know, it can inspire us, it can give us ideas. But it's also important, I think, to be I also think it's important to be open and honest and share, share advice that you have and share lessons and, you know, an outlook on things and things that you may think you may be able to help people with, but there has to come a point where we accept that people will and they can, and they should make their own decisions and they should make those decisions based on what they feel is right for them. And there should be zero judgment from people Now, you know, there have been some hard decisions that I've made in my life. And the biggest one that I made was leaving my first marriage. You know, I realized that I wasn't happy. He wasn't a bad person. And he was the father of my two oldest children. I loved him because he was the father of my kids. But I wasn't in love with him anymore. We didn't have a bad life. But I knew that it could be better for me. And I wanted more. And we were just very different people you know, I was really ambitious, I was driven, I thrived on challenge, I, I wanted to, you know, I was prepared to work hard, I wanted to start and grow businesses and that just wasn't him, he wasn't like that and I'm not going to go into detail because that's not what this is about but it was the hardest decision of my life, at the, you know, to to leave and I was making that decision for myself and my happiness But it also meant that I was removing two children from their dad full time and they were six and three at the time. So there was a lot of guilt that came with that. And there was a lot of, you know, am I doing the right thing and doubting myself. But, you know, I remember at times when I was going through that being told by people that were really, I mean, really close to me that I was a heartless bitch and that I should be supporting And I felt they should be supporting me and they were calling, they were telling me I was these things and they were telling me, you know, how could I not see what I was doing to the children? How could I not see what I was doing to my ex-husband? You know, I had long letters from family members which said, you know, a lot about things like marriage is hard and that I should stick with it and I should go to couple counselling, that I should stay for the kids and that I was giving up too easy. But I knew deep down that this would only change things for a short time. The damage was already done. My mind was made up, and I knew what I wanted. And but that didn't mean it was going to be easy. And no one in our family has ever been through divorce. Like I don't. I think actually I am still the only one who's ever been divorced in our fa- in our family. Um, and uh, like I'm nicknamed Led in like in my immediate family, like with, with my brother my brother is Golden Balls. Um he literally cannot do any wrong by my mum, like literally nothing wrong at all. My sister is the youngest and um I was felt like she's a bit of a princess growing up. So she is called platinum and I am led. Like I'm literally like the black sheep I would say. Or you know I'm I'm not but I certainly felt like that at times. And don't get me wrong, you know, we have great relationships now, but I always feel like, you know, I've always felt in the past like I'm the odd one out. And I think it's because I make those hard decisions and I, I used to feel like I was failing and that, you know, that people like my parents weren't proud of me because I hadn't really achieved anything. I hadn't done things that the others had done and the traditional way of doing things. But the way I see it is that you know, I've made those hard decisions and it's led me to where I am now. And now I'm, you know, I've made those decisions for me, not for anyone else. And, you know, I actually had this conversation with the older kids of a couple of months ago and I said to them, I can't remember what had happened at the time, but I said to them, can you imagine if me and dad had stayed together? And they both laughed and they were like, oh my God, like it would have been horrendous. I would have moved out years ago. And that's the, that's the thing. I made that decision for my happiness not because of anyone else. Yes, I could have stayed. And I could have stayed very easily. And I could have stayed because my family told me to because it wasn't the done thing to get a divorce because they said I hadn't worked hard enough. I could have easily have bought into their reasons and the things that they thought I should do. But what sort of life would the kids have had? you know they wouldn't have their brothers and sisters you know they've both got four brothers and sisters now Like I've got two and their dad's got another two like they would have had two parents that would have split up maybe during their teens maybe would have argued for years you know we wouldn't have been happy and I also thought the other day that they never really have seemed to have been majorly affected by the immediate breakup they've never really asked me any questions they probably will after this podcast if they're listening but that's not to say, you know, there hasn't been difficult times over the years between myself and their dad because they ha- they definitely have. And sometimes they have been caught in the middle. But, you know, things are much better now. And I just think that things would have been so much harder if we'd have stayed together. But I think the reason that they are like they are is because of the way that I dealt with it. And because, you know, aside from the challenges that came with it, I was happier. Because even though it was hard and I even though it was really, really hard. I knew I'd made the right decision and I kept things normal for them. I kept things stable ever since that day that I left with them. You know, I put a roof over their head straight away. I made sure that we were okay. I had a secure job. I gave them stability. I gave them emotional support from day one because even though I lost my family for a short time when I left my husband, even though I cried every night because... You know, once the kids I'd, you know, I got through the days and I'd put the kids to bed and I cried every night because of what I was losing. And I felt it was unjust that I was losing those people because of my decisions and that they weren't supporting me because they didn't agree with what I'd done. I never let the kids see that side of it. And I never I never backtracked because of what other people thought, you know, and I could have, you know, it's all okay now. But I could have, potentially, I could have lost my family because of their decision. They didn't think I was doing the right thing. But the kids, all they saw me doing was being strong and providing them regardless of what other people think and sticking to what I knew was was the right decision. So I could have stayed. In my opinion, that would have been the easiest option. People do. People stay in really unhappy marriages. I've seen it. But I made that choice because... I would have been miserable for years and that wouldn't have been good for me, which wouldn't have then been good for the kids because I've been happy since then. And, you know, not 100, you know, there's always challenges. There's always ups and downs. I'm not saying life is far from perfect, trust me. But, you know, we when we're happy, that affects everything else around us. And when we're down, that affects everything else around us. So, you know, there's also been choices that I've made in business where people have probably thought, you know, Why can't she just get a normal job? Why is she continuing to build a business when she still has debt? Why does she spend so much money on the salon? But I don't care. Like, I've made those decisions anyway. And that journey of business, you know, trying different things, experimenting, screwing up, losing a shit ton of money. It's got me to where I am today. Like, that doesn't mean it's been easy. That doesn't mean that I've doubted myself because I have. But I've always stayed true to myself and stuck on a path that I believed was what I wanted. And that doesn't mean we can't pivot at times, too. But I've learned so many new skills. I've found so many passions. I've met so many lovely people that I didn't know I had. And I might not be a millionaire yet or just, you know, making as much as I want. But I'm happy and I know that, you know, that I will make what I'm doing a success because, Just because it doesn't happen in the timescale that we set ourselves doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. But I am so bloody crystal clear on what I enjoy, what I love doing, what I want and how I want my life to how I want to live my life and what I want it to look like. And I think sometimes it's our perception of what people we it's our perception of what we think people think or say about us. But sometimes people do just actually think and say those things about us. You know, it can be heartbreaking. Trust me, I have been there. I could write a book about all the things that have been said to me, about me, said to me by accident. And yes, I do care. Like, it has broken me sometimes. I have spent lots of nights in tears because it's hurtful. You know, I care. I didn't care what people think. I cared about the people that were saying those things about me or to me and i care that some people can't accept that these are just my decisions and that's what's right for me and it upsets me they can't support me regardless you know i've had many a nights in tears often because other people can be so bloody cruel but i don't ever let that stop me doing what i feel is right for me and sometimes that means losing people and unfortunately that is just part of life but You have to know that people are going to have those opinions on you, whatever you do in life. They're going to have opinions from the car you drive, from things like the car you drive, the car you buy, to juicing, to big life choices, but it's not their life. You know, I will always support the people close to me with their decisions. That doesn't mean I'm always going to agree, you know, it doesn't mean I won't voice my opinion or, you know, give my view or make any suggestions, but I respect at the end of the day that people need to make their decisions for themselves with zero judgment from me. But that doesn't mean that we can't still support each other. You know, sometimes the biggest decisions that we make, the hardest decisions that make the, the the decisions where we, you know, sometimes lose people, we feel like we're losing something, can actually be the best decisions of our lives. And you will, if you can bring yourself to make those decisions, you will look back in five weeks, five months, five years, and you'll be so bloody proud of yourself that you've made that decision. Like there's not one big decision that I've made big decision that I've ever regretted you know because they've been such big decisions you know there there are things that I regret in life but I just think they teach us so many things I just see them as you know as lessons and we should live our lives for us like life is too bloody short you know it's harsh but your life could end tomorrow we never know like we just think time is endless you know but it's not it's not it's there's no guarantee and there are a few people that I follow on Instagram who have um, terminal cancer and they are very young and their life is going to be cut short. And, we, you know, they don't know when. I don't follow them because it's depressing. I follow them because they inspire me to rem- and they remind me to live every day like it's my last. And that's not saying I do. You know, life isn't perfect. But they remind me that I shouldn't hold myself back from doing the things that I want to do because I'm worried about someone else's opinion. They inspire me that even with the odds stacked against them that they're living life to the full. And although they share those challenges, I have my health right now. That doesn't mean I've got it forever, but right now I do. And there's so many things that I can be grateful for. And there's so many opportunities that I'm sat on or I have been sat on Not necessarily because I worry about what people think, but there's things holding me back. But for some people, worrying about what people think can be holding you back from so many big decisions and so many small decisions. You know, there's absolutely no limit on what we can accomplish as women. And I think sometimes it means doing things outside of the normal. It means blocking people out. It means blocking out what people think and going for what you deserve and what you think is going to make you happy. Because if you don't try, you'll never know. And you've only got one life to live. So make damn sure that that life that you're living is yours. That's it for me today, guys. Bit of a shorter episode. But please feel free to leave me a review or share the podcast so other people can find it. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I'll be back next week with episode eight.